Hello and welcome to Triple P, Papanello's Parental Podcast. This is your host, Michael Danello, a.k.a. Papanello. My wife and I are proud parents of our son, Dante. He's a little over five years old. So for those of you that didn't catch the last episode, it was pretty much a summary of me and how I reacted to the first time we were expecting a baby. Yes, we unfortunately lost the baby after about eight weeks, but like I mentioned at the end of the episode, things did take a turn for the better for my wife and I. Fast forward about a year after the miscarriage, we got a dog named Valentino. It was something to look forward to when we came home from work. And not too long after that, the second time for a special announcement came around, and you would hope that I acted differently than the first time. Well, you're damn skippy I did. She didn't go with the whole there's a bun in the oven trick again, but this time she went with the way of the matrix. Blue pill or red pill, which happened to be M&M candies. However, whichever one I took, they both meant that we were going to have another baby. I was a little nervous, but I was much happier this time. I was excited. And we both felt that this was going to be a baby that was going to go towards a full childbirth. We went to the appointment together. We made it past nine weeks. We made it to the super important 12-week appointment. And everything was fine. The baby had a heartbeat, and it was growing as it should. We were then ready to tell our family and friends. When we made the first announcement, we used our dog wearing a t-shirt saying Big Brother. Not everyone caught on right away, but eventually they figured it out. Then came our appointment to find out the gender. We didn't want it to be a surprise. We wanted to know. Is it going to be a baby boy or a baby girl? When we found out the gender, we had people go through a small guessing game with different colored shoes. We're not the type to go extravagant like a lot of people are doing these days with a gender reveal party. So, it was going to be a boy. We were happy whatever the gender, as long as it was going to be healthy. And a funny side story, our son is the first grandson for my parents. My sister has a daughter and my brother has two daughters. On my wife's side, it's been all girls for a long time. So even for her, it was the first boy to be born in a very long time. After six girls from multiple cousins. The first words out of my father's mouth was thank you, because his name would continue on to another generation. So back to the main story. When it came to around summertime, we wanted to take one last vacation before our little baby boy came around. We went to Florida where we had family. One day we were discussing what name to choose, and we had been considering Dante and Massimo, and my wife's uncle said, why don't you name him Al, for Al Dante? At that time it was funny. But boy, oh boy, could he have been more of a fortune teller or what? He'll understand soon enough. Skip to my wife's first day back at work after our vacation, and she started to feel cramps. We all thought it was her uterus growing. Now, you have to understand, at this point, she was 23 weeks pregnant. We didn't think it was possible that she could be having labor pains this early into her pregnancy. We ended up going to the hospital. This is hospital number one. The staff there kept telling her there's nothing wrong, just keep taking some morphine and some Tylenol and a drip to stay hydrated and she'll feel better. She stayed overnight and the next morning she was speaking to one of her cousins that happened to suggest why not check how much time passed between each of these pains. They turned out to be contractions. Thank goodness for this cousin of hers. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. You're a godsend and I can't thank you enough for being there and suggesting this to her 
So hospital number one was not able to properly support the care of this baby at 23 weeks. We needed to get transferred to a different hospital that they could that could take care of this little one. That's when the hospital took things seriously. She was given medication to keep the baby from coming. And from the way that the staff was explaining everything, we had to leave right away or the baby was going to be delivered in the ambulance. She was taken with a resident OB and an experienced nurse. When we arrived at hospital number two, we were sure that it wasn't urgent as originally thought. The baby wasn't coming right away, but would still be born early. She was on bed rest for about a week before experiencing those same types of pains again. And during that week of bed rest, we had to make some tough decisions and had to research what the life of a premature baby can be like. We were also given the option to just offer palliative care, and that came as a big shock to us and a very hard pill to swallow. We didn't hesitate, and we said we wanted to do everything and have the hospital do everything possible to keep this baby alive. So at this second time of the pains, it was much more serious, and she needed to get to an emergency room and have an emergency C-section ASAP. They were worried that she would have the baby in an elever, elevator. Sorry, I'm telling you, these could have been scenes from Grey's Anatomy. There's a bunch of staff running in and out, nurses, doctors, everybody. There's me panicking. Everything is go, go, go. We're running into the elevator and kicking people off. They ended up taking us both down to where they were going to deliver the baby. They made me wait outside, even though I was supposed to have gone in with her. It was a very short delivery, but was done nonetheless. When I first saw my baby boy, I bawled my eyes out. One, because, hey, I'm officially a dad to this beautiful human being. But two, also because I can almost fit this little guy in my hand, because he was born so small. So on that note... This episode has come to an end, and I hope you all continue to stay tuned and listen to this podcast. Your support will help me a great deal in continuing this journey that I have embarked on. Not only do I want to help others, but I feel this will help me be a better dad in person. I will leave you with a quote. Be the best that you can be, even when you think it isn't good enough. Because even on our bad days, we are all still superheroes to our kids. Be well, be safe, God bless. And for the love of God, please don't eat your kid's last cookie, at least not in front of your wife. Thanks. Peace.